The Gov Innovator Podcast is sponsored by MDRC, committed to finding solutions to some of the most difficult problems facing the nation, from reducing poverty to bolstering economic self-sufficiency to improving public education and college graduation rates. To learn more, visit mdrc.org. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Andy Feldman. Our focus today is the nation's first state-sponsored auto-enrollment IRA program called Oregon Saves. My guest is its founding executive director, Lisa Messina. It's been estimated that more than half of Americans are saving too little to support an adequate lifestyle if they plan to retire at age 65. It was economist and recent Nobel Prize winner Richard Thaler who suggested a fix, make payroll retirement savings plans available to everyone, and then add design features to make it easier for workers to make good choices. The state of Oregon was the first out of the gate to do that. In 2017, it launched Oregon Saves, a savings plan that covers private sector workers that don't otherwise have access to a savings plan in their workplace. Eight states have similar programs in the works, including California and Illinois, which are expected to start their versions in 2018. To learn more about Oregon Saves, I'm joined by its founding executive director, Lisa Messina. Lisa, welcome. Andy, thank you for having us. So Lisa, give us the 101, how you explain it from a high level, how Oregon Saves works. Well, Oregon Saves is a very simple program, which is offered by the state and made available to folks in the state that don't have a retirement savings plan available to them at work. And just to give you a couple of numbers, in Oregon, we have about 4 million people who live in the state, about 1.8 million people who work here. And we've identified that about a million of them don't have a retirement plan at work. A million out of 1.8 million. That's useful to know. Lisa, give us one more a layer of detail, if you would, about how the program works, how it would be experienced by participants. You bet. So the basic design of Oregon Saves is that the account type is a Roth IRA. And with that Roth IRA, there's an investment menu that's uh, pretty simple and straightforward. And then we also work to use automated features wherever we can. So wherever possible, we use automatic enrollment and auto escalation. So if you are a saver uh, whose employer is facilitating Oregon Saves, you'll get a message that you are eligible to participate in the program. You have the choice of either remaining in or opting out. If you stay in the program, you'll be saving 5%, escalating to 10% over time. The first $1,000 you save will go into a capital preservation fund, and everything you save after that will go into a target date or target retirement fund based on your age. In addition to that, savers have flexibility, so if they'd like to save more or less, they can. And if they'd like to use a different mix of investment choices from the menu, they have complete flexibility to do that. That's helpful, Lisa. Can you tell us next about the implementation plan? I know that it started with a pilot group of employers last summer, July 2017. Yes. So we started with a very small pilot, and our goal was to just test the program and make sure that from a communication, a data, and a money standpoint, everything was working the way it was designed and intended to work. And then we've got a phased implementation approach, starting with larger employers and rolling down to smaller employers over the course of the next few years. We'll be uh, bringing all of our employers in Oregon who don't offer plans into the program. I know that the legislation passed before you arrived in Oregon, but tell us about what you know about the history. How did this come about in the state? Yeah, 
So uh, there was a task force in 2013 and 2014 that studied retirement availability and retirement readiness in Oregon. And that task force helped to identify the need and develop the bill. It's interesting, Lisa, sometimes when a governor or a legislature says they're going to create a task force, it sounds more like meetings rather than action. But in some cases, it can really lay the groundwork and build consensus for a new idea and innovation. And that's what it sounds like happened here. Absolutely. Well, and that's actually, Andy, what you see happening in the other states. You know, for the, one of the first things they do is they'll fund or develop a task force to really study the in-state circumstances and give everybody a chance to have their say. That's useful to know. Lisa, tell us about the reaction so far from employers, from workers. Yep. So employers who don't know much about the program, um, sometimes they are skeptical. So when was the last time someone came to you and said, I'm from the state and I'm here to help you and, and you like the way it went? What we have worked to do with employers is really involve them in the design process so that we got it right for them. And so, you know, what they're telling us now, the small employers who are more likely to be eligible for Oregon Saves tell us that it puts them on equal footing with larger employers who offer retirement benefits to their employees. And from a worker standpoint, when we have people saving in the program, it's incredibly empowering on a couple of different levels. A lot of times people want to save, but they find it confusing to go find something that makes sense for them that they are confident in. And so we hear them saying, oh, you know, I, I just, I was auto-enrolled. I wanted to do it. Look, now I have some savings and I'm on track. Lisa, one thing I wanted to note for our listeners is that Oregon Saves is required for employers. It's not just a voluntary program that you hope gets take up. It's something that the legislature wanted to make sure that everyone in the state uh, who qualifies has access to. That's right. So in Oregon, if you don't offer a plan, you will be required to facilitate Oregon Saves. And so the way we've done that is we've designed to communicate so that employers have plenty of time to decide about whether they'd prefer to offer a plan or prefer to facilitate Oregon Saves if they're not offering a plan today. And then we've worked to make sure that the responsibility from an employer standpoint is as light as it possibly can be. So the investment of time for employers is very, very limited. Make it easy is a good piece of advice. Lisa, final question for you. Tell us about any early lessons that you have from the program. I know it's still being rolled out, but anything that you can share so far? Yep. You know, I think the early lessons in our experience have been things like keep it simple, there can be a temptation to throw lots of bells and whistles into the program, and simpler is better, easier for everyone to work with. And uh, I think the other thing that has been very helpful here is high levels of engagement. So you know, make sure stakeholders are very involved with you, so the business side, the professional community that support employers and that offer plans themselves and have experience and from employees and the groups that support them, including the financial literacy community. For listeners who want to learn more, Oregon Saves has a really useful website, including some YouTube videos that explain the program. I also want to thank my friend Katie Selinski, who runs Cal Savers, for telling me about Oregon Saves. And Lisa, thank you for giving us an overview of the program that I know a lot of states will be examining and I hope learning from. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Andy. 